Hello, everyone. Welcome to the third episode of Black Legislative Internship Program podcast, funded by the European Union under the support of Democratic Governance Phase 2 program. My name is Agade Kelvin. I'm from Bay Minister. I'm a legislative intern in the 2023 cohort. Today, we'll be discussing youth and open parliament suggestions for the legislature for engaging young people and to have this conversation with me is my colleague Sumaya Dodalamurde from Adamawa State Amir Mohammed from Chekau State Joseph Udon Akwaibun State Chena Aja from Akwaibun State Great, welcome guys So uh, Chena, what comes to your mind when you hear the term open parliament? The term open parliament brings certain words to mind. I think about accountability, transparency, and public participation. I feel strongly about these three words because I strongly believe that creating an avenue to continuously engage the people and disseminate information from the legislative is key to creating a good cordial relationship between the legislators and the citizens. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on open parliament? When you say open parliament, I imagine a glass room um, in the sense that even if I'm not inside, because we know everybody cannot participate in the parliament, but then a glass is transparent yeah. that you, can, you could see what is happening inside, you could see everything, everything is happening right in your eyes, you can see and you can question whatsoever is happening there. Interesting. I like the, the fact that you talk about it's like a mirror you could see through. Um, Joseph, do you think that um, the ID Nigerian fees are related around the legislature and national assembly? If you think it's yes, why do you think so? Okay, yes, I will, I will answer the question in two ways. The uh, youths are, the youth feel alienated and some of some youths are not also alienated. Now, let me start from the youths that are uh, that are not alienated. Now we have uh, young people that are conscious, that are enlightened, that are educated, and they know about the, uh, the the legislature and the processes. They know about the legislative governance. They are interested and they have that consciousness, and they and and they contribute meaningfully. They take active parts in the legislative and, uh, 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 process. But now we have a vast majority of young people that they don't even know they don't know that they, they don't know the principles guiding the legislator they don't know what the legislative and the governance is all about and they have this belief that okay the politicians out there they are just after going to the office sharing in the national case and making their money so at that at that point you know their interest is not there they don't they are not aware of what is happening and as such they feel alienated great uh, Amil, what are your thoughts around what could be the reason why an ID Nigerian would feel alienated from the National Assembly? So, Kelvin, in addition to what uh, Joseph said concerning the alienation of Nigerian people, in particular in the National Assembly, what I my view is actually number one, the issue of if you look at the demography of the um, Nigerian youth, particularly participation in the in the political process in Nigeria is very high, almost 60 to 70 percent. But if you look at the representatives from the youth side, it's very poor in the National Assembly. So I think at this point, they are actually alienated. Yeah. Number two is the issue of using, you know, 
the language, Roman language, or the style the National Assembly is using, is actually quite different with what our young people mostly understand based on you know the diverse background, you know the different environments we are living. So I think this is also part of the things that can be seen. Yeah, so I was going to come to that, Samaya. Yeah. Do you think the the, the language, the, the the conversation, you know, they have the National Assembly? Do you think, Samaya? So do you think? Um, the I did enjoy you can comprehend the conversations that go on in the, the National Assembly. Um, the thing is, every profession has its jargons, and that is what makes it unique. Great, so the National Assembly should engage us in the way and the yeah. language you understand. Beautiful. So, um, Joseph, are there current efforts by the National Assembly to engage young people? And if there are, does those, uh, do those efforts have gaps? Yes, of course, there are efforts by the National Assembly and the educator to engage um, young people. You know, um, specifically, I want to mention the Not, you, not Too Young to Run Act that was passed in 2018. You know, that was an, an, the act of the National Assembly. Yes, that paved way as in an open way for the young people to, par to participate directly in governance. The ARNET provision that at 25, you can run for an elective position in Nigeria. So that is that is for the joint parliament. Exactly. <laughs> and on the other hand, the National Assembly is also partnering with them with civil society organizations and other groups. For example, now the the National Assembly is partnering with the policy and legal advocacy center to implement the legislative internship program which runs annually and of course which is what we are participating in presently now. So these are the efforts that the uh, National Assembly are making to in terms of um, um, engaging the young people. And of course, there are gaps. There are gaps because, you know, they are not just, those are the, those points that I mentioned are not just enough. We are looking at an instance where the National Assembly can create or they can make an instrument of law that is able to create some special seats or special slots for the young people. It's not just about reducing the age, but creating these slots for the young people to be able to also have as a best really as a participate very much actively. Something is yes, yes. He mentioned I'm not too young to rule. But then we are too poor to run. Okay. An average Nigerian youth cannot afford Nigeria democracy. Mm. Trust me, the the Nigerian um, politics, I mean to say, the Nigerian politics is too expensive for a Nigerian youth. We can't afford it. So why not now, talking about the gaps now, if they are slashing the age, why not slash the money? So it's not be as if they are giving us with one hand and collecting it with the other. Very, very true. It's, it's quite nice you mentioned that we are too poor to run. But, <laughs> but it, it will not be nice for us to, because of our perceived economic constraints, take a back seat and watch these godfathers or these men who have made the money go into politics without becoming involved. At the end of the day, we will be the losers. So I think the main game is let's raise the consciousness. We want to build up our consciousness to participate in the electoral process. We cannot take the next step in actually participating. We have the recent example in the just completed 2023 general elections. In Quara State, yeah. the youngest legislator, a lady, Miss Rukayas Shitsu, she's just 26 years old. Immediately, she declared interest 
youth groups, the media, NGO, civil society took it up and gave her the needed visibility. Mm. That is on one side. We've also seen youths champion the NSAS protest and various other youth-centered projects. So once we've risen our consciousness, we can actually source for support from these godfathers who we share similar interests with yeah. and that will also help us. I mean, okay. Yeah, actually it's in line with both what Somalia and Putin has said. And, but me, I look at it from the classroom level. Mm-hmm. Probably the issue of you know, party democracy, the lack of quality of it, is one of the gaps that young people are not getting tickets to participate in an election where these legislators are also elected. So party politics should be also based on quality. That is number one. Number two, the issue, the lack of issue of using um, maybe um, uh, direct communication channels to young people. Um, the National Assembly can use maybe all these um, modern technologies in, you know, engaging with youth uh, population in Nigeria. The third issue is the issue of, um, since you are talking about uh, the issue of uh, they are participating in the National Assembly. Since you talk about participation, Jordan, uh, what what ways do you think, uh, and I want to use us as a prototype right now, How how what is your thinking around how a Nigerian, Nigerian youth wants to engage the National Assembly? You know, how would you want to engage the National Assembly if you're if you in this intention? How would you, like, engage the National Assembly? Yeah. Uh, okay. First, I would say that one key way of getting involved in the National Assembly is through direct participation. There is so little we can do on the outside and we can do so much on the inside. So through direct participation by actually coming out and contesting for these elective positions for us to have an opportunity to represent our constituencies and our people, that is one. When we get in there, we can be able to push in through youths bills, motions and try to bring up solutions to issues that concern the youth and look for ways to bring in more youth. And last way is through advocacy campaigns. We can always engage in various advocacy schemes, get involved with discussions about political processes, even getting involved in public hearings. The National Assembly organizes public hearings. We can always attend those public hearings, make our inputs, knowing that those inputs are vital to shaping the policy processes. We can also attend citizen town hall meetings that are organized by various committees of the National Assembly in collaboration with the legislators. These are few avenues we can actually make viable inputs, both directly and indirectly, in order to make sure that our interests and suits are protected. Um, I'm I'm concerned with this uh, participation, the informal participation, because most of what Uchenga mentioned are formal participations, which really need money, because the economy, (laughs) it it needs money. So um, there are informal ways that citizens or youth can participate in um, these legislative processes. When we talk about participation, we should also know that there are some youth that cannot participate on the former level because the youth has a diverse demogra- demographic. 
So there are those that cannot, there are uneducated youths, you need to consider them as well. So looking at the informal ways now, you can have um, protests, social media campaigns and all that. Yes, study petitions. These are cheaper ways we can participate in this. Yeah. Just, uh, just to, uh, to pick it up from what you're saying, I, there's a time we did a right to legislator campaign. Uh, and that was for constituents to you know, write to their legislators in the National Assembly around some policy wanted them to influence um, and change for us. And you can see that a lot of young people don't even know how to go by, how to get the emails of their you know, legislators. So if we, thank, if, we, if, we, if we encourage young people to engage in such activity, you know that they'll be beginning to get access to the National Assembly and even know how to go around that, that, that institution. So um, we're trying to round up this conversation. I think our deal is to suggest ways in which uh, young people can engage with the National Assembly. So uh, what specific tools are we going to recommend? You know, now for the National Assembly in engaging young people specifically. Okay. Okay. I mean, you could go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for me, actually, there are so many ways, and uh, we will hear it from all of us. Number one, from, from my side, is building you know, collaboration between the National Assembly and order because of the diverse, you know, population we have. The uh, National Assembly can use collaboration with other state assembly in foreign activities like the one we are doing yeah. as an intangible fellowship so that young people from other campus yes, can take off from the state assemblies we have. Number two is the issue of um, using influences, whether our religious leaders mm. or community leaders. You know, putting interest to young people that our local solution will not be solved until you participated in the part of legislative process. Then, uh, lastly, is the issue of uh, engaging students in their institutions. Because uh, what I learned is that these things actually have to be calculated in the earlier stage. And National Assembly can achieve this within the, union, the, the unions of students or groups we have so that they can you know continue with the process yeah. I, I, would, I would also like to take it up from what amir said about collaboration i like to mention the national assembly should enter into collaboration just to make it more specific mm. we have a national orientation agency mm. that is taxed with this issue of enlightenment and orienting the youth so the national assembly should also try to enter into partnerships with agencies like the national orientation agency in order to reach out to the grassroots to reach out to various sectors of people in order to let them know the need for them to get involved in the legislative process and to achieve this i i want them to do more targeted messaging the youth cut across various demographics in terms of each group even within the youth, we have various age groups. Okay. We have various levels of education. We speak various languages. Our level of understanding differs. So this dissemination of information should also be targeted to the various groups. The mode of reaching these groups should be different. It should be specific to what works for these groups. What works for a certain group may not work for a certain group. So it should be targeted to the group. And also in various languages 
when we hear certain things in our dialects, mm. it resonates more with us. So they should they should think about this, make radio jingles in various languages and try to engage the people. This will actually help to So Joseph, uh, what are your thoughts? Okay, I will also add to that, you know, young people are driving in social change. Young people are championing in forms that shaping public policy. So it's quite, well, it has to be like, what tools are you? Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, okay. I'm coming to that. And how are they doing this? They are actively engaging with the social media. So we are in like a, we are in, in a digitalized age. And of course, if we should like, want to know, I guess the, 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 um, the entire point is actually started with social media, the hashtag. You know? So the social media is quite um, a broad, like a broad and big space where the National Assembly can also make use of it. You know, we want to see this, the National Assembly coming into Twitter space, you know, using the Instagram, using the Facebook, you know, communicating their policies, communicating their reforms, partnering and engaging with you. You know, because I said there are, there are, uh, there are youth organizations, there are social organizations, and most of them are so much using the social media available. So if the National Assembly can also adopt this social media to leverage on this, definitely they can they can reach a wider and a, a, a rich a rich audience. And people will really young people in this case will really start feeling, oh wow, we are having national assembly now that are now communicating with us, they are now like we now feel the impact of them now at this stage. You know, using that too. Trust them. So I want to take us back a little bit. Yeah. And the participation. Um, it's important that we as youth, we should note that our participation in this legislative processes now is our right. It's not a privilege. So your your decision now to participate should be based on high level of awareness. You are aware that it's my right. I have every right to know what's going on there before I even participate in it then talking about the tools um the i think i suggest yeah you should use a tool of inclusivity because the youth is diverse yeah there are women there are people with disabilities sure. there are people who who are uneducated they've never passed through um, informal uh, informal education so meet these people at their level of understanding involve these people Go to go to the local woman, same way you look for people during your campaign. Use that same method to reach out to them and involve them. Yeah, I think uh, I mean, you want to say something? Yeah, it's concerning participation that she mentioned, which is actually very important at this stage. For example, take you as it was in National Assembly. I think creating a law that validates this issue of participation would be one of the strong tools that National Assembly can use in engaging young yeah. people. For instance, it can give for um, maybe a, a particular percentage, let's say 30 percent. If there is a law that validates or says that youth uh, or young people must be, you know, part of the national yes. assembly at certain percentage, I'm quite sure you'll see the true. That's that's very valid. You know, since the national assembly makes laws, yes. we should also make sure that gives opportunities to young people. And just to add and conclude our conversation, I also think that um, the national assembly needs to, if possible, have a youth engagement unit. You know, that uh, carry out programs for young people. You know, that bring young people into the national assembly. If that's coming from the national assembly, that would be very good. I like the fact you mentioned about social media. It would be nice to have the senate 
president goes into that space, see him on webinars. You could imagine the level of engagement such an activity in Ghana. And that will give a lot of young people a sense of participation in the process. Thank you so much. It has been quite an interesting conversation with my colleagues. I hope those of you watching and listening are enjoying it. Thank you so much, guys, for sharing your experience and thoughts. Plaque Legislative Leadership Program and the podcast are funded by the Ukraine Union under the support of the Democratic Governance in Nigeria Phase 2 program. Thank you for joining us and watch out for more interesting episodes. Bye for now.